think this is going to make me sound like a crazy person. Hello, and welcome to Experience Points, the show about business, health, and happiness. My name is Ted Fox, and joining me is John Taylor. Hello. <laughs> So, we're back here to talk about daily routine. Routine. Is routine an important thing in your life? It is. It hasn't been over Christmas, but it is. Hmm. I notice when I'm happiest in myself and most productive and most all of this is when I do my routine. Yeah, I think that's true. I agree with that. Christmas is very disruptive. Christmas that's is hard for a routine. There's just so much going on. It's so busy. Yeah. Particularly myself, like I get really busy at work around sort of Christmas time. And then I get really busy in social events, like because it's Christmas and mm. there's stuff to do. So life is just like go, go, go. Did you ever sleep in? Not, I mean, sometimes I've had a hangover. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't like sleeping in. I, I, no, I don't. He's a big drinker. <laughs> right now, as we're talking, he's got a G&T on the side. <laughs> oh. Is that you set true me or up false? There. Is it's that true, true or false? It's true, but you set me up for that. <laughs> we don't normally drink on podcasts. <laughs> can't be advised. <laughs> That's what December's like. It throws you off the yeah, rails. But it does. I don't know. I, as you say, like the sleep thing, lying in never makes me feel better. It only makes me feel more tired. And this is the way sleep is, is that people think just the more sleep you get, the less tired you'll be. But it's not like that. The key is to have a consistent sleep pattern. Mm-hmm. If that consistent sleep pattern is going to bed at 9 o'clock and waking up at 6 a.m., then great. If it's going to bed at midnight and getting up at 10, that's great. But the key is to is consistency. Yeah. Then you maintain energy levels. If you're getting up at 5 a.m. one morning and sleeping in until 11 p.m., 11 p.m., God, 11 a.m. the next morning, that's what's going to throw you all over the place. But um, When do you go to bed then? Yeah. You're a 9.30, 10.30, aren't you? I, I was a 10.30. Now I'm a 9.30. I've, ch- I've changed my schedule kind of recently. I'll, t- I'll tell you, right, let's go through my routine. Okay. okay, I'll tell you how this works. Okay. So the way I see it is my day kind of starts the night before. Okay. Right, so I think my sort of daily routine starts at 8 p.m. the night before. Yeah. And that's when I'll, I'll prepare my breakfast for the next morning. Okay. So I have like a shake for breakfast. So that'll be like some almond milk, uh, porridge oats and then either frozen berries or banana and peanut butter pretty healthy very healthy very how, tasty long, how long does it take what to prepare yeah uh, I don't know 10 minutes yeah. I just blend it all and then whack it in the fridge bring it into work and the reason that I do that now is because I've become very busy at work and I'm staying in late I used to go to the gym after work but now I go to the gym before work oh do you that's what I started doing only wow. literally for the last couple of weeks okay but I've liked it, and it's what I'm going to do going forward. And it's really good because... Does that not switch then when work gets less busy? Maybe, but I like it. So I get to the gym at 6am, so I literally wake up at, like, 20 minutes before then. And the, so not, the night before I make my breakfast, I pack my bag for the next day with, like, my work clothes and stuff. And I try and read for half an hour before bed. I put my phone away, so I try and switch off, and get a good night's sleep, so... Going to bed at 9.30 still means I can get a lot of sleep in. And that, that stops me from getting tired. It means I don't do anything in the evening. Can't. Because here's what I've been doing, right? And so I go to the gym from 6am and I'll probably do like a 45 minute workout. I still get into work at 7.30am because I love being at work in the mornings. 
So I used to get into work at quarter past seven and I'd still get up at like 6am and then just have breakfast and shower in the morning. Mm. But I've actually captured like a, an hour of time that you'd leave. to turn into something more productive because yeah. I don't have to go to the gym in the afternoon anymore. Where'd you shower? Home at the gym. or gym? Yeah, gym. at the gym. So that's really good. And then I have breakfast at work. And these, literally this last few weeks, hopefully this won't be forever, but I've been staying in work until like 6 o'clock, 7pm. What? So it's been ridiculous. But your life is work. It, literally, it's mental. It's like gym, work. And then if I stay until 7, I get home at like half 7. 12-hour days. And I basically just go to bed. Yeah, it's mental. If you look at the hours I've done, I think in the last two days, I did three days worth of work in terms of hours. Does so. everyone in your team do that? Uh, no. Probably just me and one other person. Uh. <laughs> we just get work like horses, but... I've just got so much to do at the moment, like insanely but busy. But why don't they? Um, the clients that I work for happen to be demanding, um, very busy. Yeah, particularly one of them. It's just they've just given us a load of work in a very short period of time, and it's just just so much. But I'm so glad I don't have your job. I have got tired. It's like, hard like today after pulling two of those like six a.m. gym, yeah. seven o'clock leave work, and it's like ment- mentally tiring work. Like, there's a lot of thinking. And especially, like, you wake up, you go outside, it's dark. Mm-hmm. You leave work, it's dark. Yeah, it's just dark. Do you see much of the day, like? I mean, I see it from the office. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's like, and it, it's caught up with me. Normally, I live, like, quite a, I have quite a busy day, and I'll do all this stuff, but I don't get that tired. But doing, like, 11-hour days, that does catch up with me. And today, I slept in until 10 o'clock. Wow. So I'm normally getting up at like yeah, that's why I messaged at like, like five forty. I know. So is that sustainable? But I went I went to the gym today and I feel much better. Is it sustainable? <laughs> Got my energy back. No, not to that extreme. It's sustainable, like doing a half seven till five. I think I could do that pretty comfortably. But yeah, seven p.m. is is late. Yeah. So it's been a mental and Christmas like, period. For for what hours you're working, it's quite poor pay. Sure, I do get paid overtime. Okay, so you should have an increase yeah. in your salary. That should be. Nice. I'll get a big pay packet this yeah. month. That's for sure. So I, I think I've probably worked like thirty-five hours overtime in the last three weeks, wow. which is almost like a whole working week extra. Yeah. So it's quite a lot. It's quite a lot. Imagine if you. But I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. And to be honest, I actually I like work, and I find it quite addictive. That's why I stay in the office for a dumb amount of time because. I just like the feeling of achieving stuff and being productive. You know, and and also yeah. maybe at this period of in your life, if you came home at four like you did or three, whatever, mm. what what else would you be doing? Yeah, exactly. I don't do much outside of work, which isn't a great thing. And, until I move in. Mate, I can't wait to move out. Mate, if you're working 7pm and going to bed at starting well, no, your bedtime no, no, routine no, wait, That's eight. just this month. I literally, oh, okay. I think in two weeks' time, I'll be doing, I'll be leaving at five. Uh, that's fine then. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really keen to get out, so. <laughs> Carry on with your routine then. We got to, well, so, you're at work. I'm at work, I'm you, there until... Do you do any, like, snack breaks, do you lunch breaks? Do sure, you... I, I take a half-hour lunch break, which I think you need. A lot of people will just have lunch at their desk, but I think it's really important to get away and actually Change take a break. Change the scenery. Because, yeah, like, it just kind of refreshes your brain a bit. Because yeah. you hit a wall. After working for, like, four hours, you do hit a wall. You do, yeah. But what I've noticed is that well, there's sort of some key themes here that I've realised that I've kind of tried to optimise my routine around. One is that, like, getting a good amount of sleep. So 
I try and go to bed quite early and I'm quite strict to myself about that. I've also got a new alarm clock, which is, it's called like a sunrise alarm clock. So it simulates a sunrise in the morning. So I set the alarm time for 5.40 a.m. Yeah. And half, starting half an hour before that time, the light of the clock will slowly start to turn on and it starts dim and it gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And what that does is it, it brings you out of a deep sleep and into a light sleep so that when the alarm goes off, you're, not you're actually... Rudely awakened. No, exactly. You don't feel like, oh, I've got to get out of bed. And the room's all light, so it's much easier to just get out. It's harder to lie in. No, super cheap. That was like 25 quid. Oh, wow. Sometimes it even just wakes me up, just the light. And you f- wake up feeling way more fresh than getting a, a buzz. At, yeah. So I'd really recommend that to anyone who called? struggles getting out of bed in the morning. Just search for a sunrise alarm clock. There's loads of them. You could spend like £150 on the Philips one, but you don't need it. Like the one I got was 25 quid and it does the job. Wow. So I've, that's been like a good addition to my life. So that, that's what helps me in the mornings. I wake up and I don't feel tired. That's why I can go to the gym and stuff. So how many hours sleep do you get? I aim to get up to 8 p.m., I think I need at least seven hours. So if I go to sleep at up to 9.30, hours, up to eight hours, yeah. Is that what I said? You said up to 8 p.m. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> uh, I try and get up to eight hours. So yeah. I'll, I'll go to bed at 9.30 p.m. And if I then slept all the way through from that point, I would get eight hours. Yeah. Sometimes I go to bed at 10. Sometimes it's half 10, depending if I've got stuff to do in the evenings. But I get at least seven, so that's good enough. Yeah, as long as it's above... Like seven for me is the minimum. So yeah, I think so. Seven, six, nine, yeah, seven. I agree. I agree. And the other thing I've noticed is that mornings are my favorite time of day. Like that's when I'm most productive. That's when my brain is engaged. That's when I got energy. So I try and do the most important stuff in the morning. Gym. Gym. Exactly. I mean, great like, guy. It's just a good way to start the day, and it, you feel good and energized. The other thing is I try and get into work so early because I like being in the office in the morning. And the other thing is that. I've been doing some studying over the last year and I'm going to start a new diploma soon. And that's when I will want to utilize my early morning brain when I'm doing... My voice is really going. It is. Can you hear that? Maybe you need some gin tea. I think they have water. What? Not, not gin and tonic. So when I start studying again for my diploma, I will take an hour out of my day right at the start of the day. So after I go to the gym in the morning, I will then study for an hour and I'll push my work day back a bit because i want to save my best time my brain's most awake time for myself like i'm not going to give it to my employer if i don't have to and i care more about getting my studying done well than than my job so yeah. that's what i'll prioritize at that point but um i think it's important to just recognize what works for you like when do you work best and and structure your day around that and it doesn't necessarily have to fit like what is the, like the societal norm of what your normal day should look like. And people, you know, here I go to the gym at 6am and they think I'm crazy, but like, it works for me, you know? It wouldn't work for everybody, but whatever. Yeah. If your gym was open before that, would you go before? Um, no. No. That's the right time. It's okay. the right time. But that is when it opens. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yeah. It doesn't leave me with a lot of free time, but I don't like free time. I don't enjoy free time. That's why I don't like weekends. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's so bizarre, so weird. I know. I don't know. I just don't. Maybe when you find that 
significant other to spend it with. Maybe. Right. It's, it's like pr- using your time productively. And being social, doing social stuff, that is Great. being productive. Yeah. And I, I enjoy that. I'm not crazy. Like, I like being with people. But on my weekends, I don't do very much. I'm not super, super productive. And so I much prefer the working week. Like, Monday's my favourite day of the week. What's your routine like, John? A typical. Sure. Do, do you have a lot of routine in your life? My routine changed from university, was very strict, Mm -hmm. to now. Yeah. What's been really difficult with what I've been trying to do Mm. is that working in the fitness industry, you're busy in the evenings. Every evening was taken for me. Yeah, yeah. So I'd often finish work around 10pm. Mm-hmm. And it's like shift work. It varies every day, right? It does, yeah. There's no structure Mm -hmm. to it. Whereas at university, I'd wake up at 6.30, quarter to 7 I would read my Bible, I would do a bit of prayer, I would have shower, have breakfast, get ready to start the day at 7.30, quarter to eight. Sure. And I, I've been there as well with the shift work. Like, I worked in the supermarket. Don't know if I've mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I would do ridiculous hours there. And it means that some nights you're going to bed at like midnight and then getting up the next morning at like six o'clock for a 7 a.m. start. And yeah. It just throws your sleep cycle. It throws your routine. It's impossible to like plan any consistency in your life when you're working like that. That's, and it's, really, that's really hard. And that's one of the biggest benefits about what I do now is that I can kind of, sh- to a degree, shape my work around what I want to do in my life, yeah. which is quite useful. Yeah. So now I'm still at the point currently with the Armoury where my mornings, there's not much to do. Okay. So I usually start work at about nine o'clock. Okay. Which is still... What are you doing at the moment? You're kitting out space. So for the first two hours, I spend at home. I work from home for the first two hours, finding equipment, doing advertising, doing logistics, replying to emails, that kind of side of it, Mm -hmm. the more admin side. And then I'll go into the building at around 11, usually. And then we either pick up equipment, we paint, we put flooring down, we move stuff around. We I have meetings with different people. And that will usually be till about probably 6-ish, 6, 6.37. Okay. Um, but that doesn't stop whatever day it is. Yeah, exactly. That will be every day of the week. Hmm. Even, it was weird, but even like Christmas Eve, I was still finding deals for yeah. equipment and all that. So like I didn't stop. But it was never like, I never want to exhaust myself, but yeah. I'm happy to work every day at it. Yeah. Just doing like seven or eight hours a day rather mm-hmm. than doing 12 days, 12 hours for four days or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's a difficult thing about being self-employed, isn't it? Because suddenly you get to set your own routine and your own schedule. Yeah. Um, yeah. As soon as you stop, it stops. Exactly. I took four it's days tough. in Durham and everything stopped. Mm. because kind of I wasn't there, I wasn't leading it, I wasn't pushing it. Yeah. And that's really difficult when, say, you're sick, mm-hmm. you don't get paid for it. Yeah, in the, you, in the early days of starting a business, you really are the business, and you can't you, afford you to... You have to put it first, because otherwise it's just not going to succeed. Yeah. Which is tough, but... It is tough. It's what you signed up but, for, dude. Yeah, <laughs> and I've got a good team around me, and people have been really generous volunteering and helping us out, so as you'll see later today... I'm looks, looking forward to seeing it. Looks good. It'll be good. So... Has, so doing what you're doing now has kind of messed with your routine. Is that what yeah. you're saying? And I felt that in my emotional side of my life, physical, like gym-wise, mm-hmm. been really bad. Like, it's awful. not gone a lot. 
I, yeah, because I don't have accessibility. Mm-hmm. I've got a gym which is about four miles away. It's a drive away, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and, and I don't, don't have a car. car. So, yeah, so it's bad. like that's just gone. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do you feel the loss from oh, having the exercise in your life? 100%. My, oh, it's awful. I did a workout yesterday because a friend picked me up to go. Yeah. Um, I felt so much better after it. Yeah. But like energy, energy. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, yeah, I felt It's crazy, big, right? It's massive. Yeah. It's a big difference. Have you made losses, do you think? Do you feel like you lift with less weight? Can you run as far, etc.? Yeah, I've definitely lost. Yeah. But I will get back to the level I was in yeah. a month or whatever in a few weeks yeah. if I go to the gym. But yeah, I definitely has lost. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And that's always frustrating, but... It is. I always find if, if you've been away from the gym for a while, like a couple months, going back is so hard because instead of getting that feeling of, oh, yeah, like I'm in the gym, I feel great. I just feel depressed because I'm like, oh... I can barely lift this weight anymore. Yeah. I used to, like, I've made such losses and now I've got to put in all this work again just to get back to where I was. Yeah. I always find that crushing. Yeah, it's weird. Like, yesterday I was doing shoulders and the weight I was doing for shoulder press dumbbells mm-hmm. was the weight I set, like, a year or two ago for my yeah. New Year's resolutions. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like... <laughs> but it'll hopefully come back. But I feel it in my body without yeah. it. Routine is essential for my well-being, I find. Yeah. Um, and that's what's really tough with what I'm doing is there's no urgency. Mm. I don't have to be anywhere at yeah, any time. that's true. That is tricky. Not having real deadlines. And... Yeah, I've, I try and put artificial deadlines in, but I've had a day, like, even yesterday, where, like, because something happened with the gym, we kind of, we took a little temporary rest. And I woke up at, like, 9.30 being like, what, what is there to do? Mm. Um, managed to pick up a few equipment, but like I only worked like four hours yesterday. Yeah. And it was very weird. Yeah, I bet. But I don't want my work to be my identity. I don't want my happiness to become from because the army's doing well. Sure, sure. But, but you want but it to do well. One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a <laughs> like, tough one. Yeah. I feel like people in like startup companies that are starting businesses, they really do sacrifice themselves to for success. Mm. The most successful business people sacrifice themselves for the success. And the weird bit with me, it is a, I am self-employed, it is a business, but it's not like success is money. These successful people will put their hours in, put their livelihood like, and all this, mm-hmm. and if it works, they get millions and millions. Mm-hmm. That won't be the case with me. Right, because it's a charity. It's a charity. I just mm-hmm. want to do it to help people. <laughs> Which sounds all holy yeah. and all this, but I just I feel like I can make a difference and mm-hmm. I want to try that. Yeah. So it's weird sacrificing all this. And if if I hear the stories of it helps people, then it's all worth it. Yeah. But I won't get the millions that other people potentially mm-hmm. could do. Right. But as you say, you're not doing it for the money and that other stuff might be just as satisfying. Hopefully, yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's a big few months ahead, isn't it? It is. It really like is. The make or break, really, isn't yeah. it? Got to get people in. Yeah. Sign up. <laughs> <laughs> We're actually doing our sign up online soon. Oh, really? So that'll be That's available cool. when this is out. Cool, cool. So, so what to you makes a good routine? Is there any key thing that you you think is a really important thing in your day? That if, if it not... goes wrong, then your day goes wrong? Starting my day right. Like, yeah. for me, my faith, my spiritual life is so important. So putting that first mm-hmm. is what grounds me, what reminds me, what focuses me. Hmm. Um, so that is always the most important thing. 
that's kind of like like you said put the most important thing where you're most energetical in the morning because in the mornings is where right. I have most energy. Mm-hmm. So putting that first is important for me. Interesting. And I do feel if I don't do it and then do it later on. I love the summer because I would wake up and I'd go outside and I had all the gym equipment so I'd do a 30-minute CrossFit workout mm. at like 7 That's o'clock. A good start and it was warm. I didn't like feel struggling to get out of bed. Yeah. And it was just so enjoyable. Like mm. I was sweating and I'd get into the shower, have like a really healthy breakfast and a protein shake. And I felt a million dollars. It just sets you up for the day, doesn't it? I can see why people love, like, California or, like, where it just doesn't get cold. Because <laughs> you have the sun. It, oh, yeah. It's so hard this time of year. Oh, it's so When it's cold. just dark and cold. And... and especially in, like, this house. I live in a little thatched cottage and it, like, it lets heat and energy out quite quickly, especially yeah. overnight. Yeah, I bet. So you wake up and you're freezing. Mm-hmm. Do you ever find it difficult to follow your routine? Yeah, yeah. If... I find it difficult following my routine and having a social life. And mm. sometimes I prioritise one, sometimes I prioritise the other, depending they on do what conflict, I need to do. Right? They do. It's, it's always tricky, that's what I find as well. Social life often starts 7.38ish. Yeah. I would very rarely get back before 11, 11.30. Yeah. And then you don't want to compromise your sleep. Mm-hmm. And it's something has to go. It's just like a knock-on effect. It's like, if I stay out late tonight with my friends, I'll lead more sleep and I'll sleep in later and I'll feel bad because I've just had some alcohol and then I won't go to the gym and I won't get any work done and it's like and sometimes it's, it's worth it sometimes yeah if the time of your yeah. friends like it is it, a lot of it is worth it but a mm-hmm. lot of it then isn't and it's really hard to tell the difference between the two because you can't mm-hmm. tell till you've done it it's tricky when your schedule conflicts with that of your friends like I happen obviously I, I work full-time most of my friends are still students yeah they're kind of on a slightly different sort of body clock to me do you know what i mean and so times that they'll plan social events uh, to me is like late in the evening that's it's kind of normal for them but it i find it tricky because i would like to do stuff in like the afternoon yeah not the evenings but you have to make sacrifices don't you i did like it when you used to finish like quarter to four and i'll be like in town having a meeting and then you'd just come to the cafe and we'd play table tennis out of school yeah That'll, that'll come back eventually. Eventually. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. So what is it that you think makes it tricky to stick to your routine? Is there anything in particular? The, the, the first few days, once I've gone through, I say, a week of it, I yeah. can stick to it. Hmm. Forming habits is really difficult. It's so much easier to break habits. That's definitely true. And so sleep, getting yeah. in those early nights sleep or waking hmm. up early, that's the hardest bit. Yeah. Especially then weekends come into it. and you like... That's the thing, because then the weekend is like the break. Yeah. That's the cutoff that kind of, that can crash your routine. It can, yeah. A, a busy... But you want to enjoy your weekend, weekend, and you yeah. want to... That's where the conflict is. That's for me anyways. Yeah. So in terms of like sticking to your routine, often people say to me like, I don't know how you're so disciplined, right? And uh, and I'll tell people about the sort of, the way that I live my life and stuff. And, and I say, oh, I just, I don't have the discipline for that. I don't have the self-discipline. I think that... Those people are kind of viewing discipline in the wrong way. Because self-discipline is not like a characteristic and a trait that you have. It's not something that I possess. Because it's not like I have a a stronger willpower within me to avoid and ignore the distractions and the impulses that I have in my life, right? Yeah. That's not the case. I, I have the exact same distractions and all the same impulses that everybody else does. And I, I'm not particularly strong-willed. That's, I can vouch for that. <laughs> that's not how you become disciplined. The key to discipline is about restricting 
your life, restricting the things that you do so that distractions aren't an option and they don't come up and that you're, you force yourself into like a bottleneck that disables you from straying away from the path that you want to tread in life. So if there's something that you know you really want to do, then you, it's about structuring your life in a way that forces you to be disciplined. And if you, if you try and rely on your willpower to avoid temptation, it's not going to work, right? It's things like, I remember someone I used to live with, um, they wanted to stop eating crisps, right? They'd gained some weight recently and they thought they ate too many crisps. But they couldn't stop eating crisps because we always had crisps in the house. And it's like, if, if it's there, if the temptation's there, you're going to give in. You can't rely on your willpower. If you want to stop eating junk food, stop buying junk food. Stop bringing it into your house. And then you'll stop eating it because you can't eat it. That's the key to being self-disciplined. It's not good when people think like, I'm just not self-disciplined. Because it's like, you can be. It's really interesting when you talked about that, the first part especially, there were so many negative words used to express a positive thing. And I thought that juxtaposition was really interesting. Hmm. Restricting bottleneck. All these other... <laughs> right, sure. I see what you mean, yeah. And it's it, like that. Because... It won't be fun at the start, probably. Okay, so I guess that... Right, it doesn't sound fun. And, and living a life where it's quite rigid in structure doesn't sound fun. But ultimately, it's knowing what you want from life and just optimizing it so that you get out of it what you need. And like my weekends, I don't have any structure. They're completely free form. I could in theory do whatever I want to do on the weekend, but I don't like my weekends. I don't enjoy them. I don't feel good. But in my working week, it's very rigid structure and I feel great because I exercise and I'm very productive at work and I'm, I much more enjoy it. So really that does give you more freedom because in reality, the point of um, being restrictive and having a rigid structure is to cut out the your opportunities to make impulsive decisions. You want to remove those. You want to remove temptation and you want to get rid of distraction. And when you get rid of those three things, you're actually allowing yourself the freedom to do what you actually want to do. Instead of being at home and having the pull of the TV and your smartphone and social media and all of these things in our lives nowadays that are trying to grab your attention and pull you in and suck you in, it's cutting that out enables you to actually be free and be like, okay, what do I want to do? What actually makes me happy? Exercise. That makes me feel good. I'm going to exercise. Instead of getting pulled into sitting on the sofa and eating ice cream and watching Netflix all day. Yeah. So it sound, it's about being restrictive, but it actually gives you more freedom. I, That's I, how I, feel. I agree, yeah. And it's about realizing where your energy comes from and what brings you happiness. Certain people especially will be energy giving or be life giving certain people will be life draining and that's the same with hobbies mm -hmm. and routines and right. it's working out what's best for you where you get your enjoyment where you get your energy from where you get your identity all of this is like you right. having a routine can maximize that mm -hmm. that's really important like what you said there about the people you surround yourself with that's obviously really important because people really do shape you and change you massively probably more than people would like to admit. And if there are people in your life that are negative and pessimistic and they're draining, like, just cut them out. Like, you've, you've got to be ruthless and you've got to, you can't 
keep yourself around people that you don't like or people that you feel sorry for, people that are a negative influence on your life just out of, sometimes like it's even pity. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you can really afford to sacrifice yourself to such a length for, for other people, right? Yeah, I um, agree. I think my routines are best and it's actually really interesting because it's been backed by research by psychologists um, where my routine has three particular aspects when I give significance to the thing I enjoy, mm -hmm. when I feel like I have purpose and when it's consistent and coherent. Interesting, yeah. When one yeah. of those is out of form, I feel myself is slightly out of form. Right. And this kind of leads into what knowing what really makes you happy because... Uh, the things that your the actions that your impulses will drive you towards things like watching TV are not things like in the short term they are gratifying that's why we are pulled towards them because you you enjoy watching TV whilst you're doing it right yeah it's enjoyable but afterwards you're probably going to feel tired and you're going to feel like oh I didn't really achieve much and the long term effect on your mood is negative and this is where the difficult difficulty comes in because what you should really try and do is find tasks that your impulsive decisions won't pull you towards like exercise because in the short term before that event you're going to be thinking oh i don't really fancy going to the gym this is going to be a lot of work mm. and then even whilst you're completing the task you're probably not going to enjoy exercising not that many people do it's a lot of work but afterwards you feel great and it has a long-term benefit on your mood the things that make you happier stuff like that right but we're not pull towards those things so instant gratification often comes through sources that aren't long-term life-giving whether that's tv whether that's social media whether that's pornography yeah all, the, all these sorts give of yeah, instant yeah. adrenaline rush instant mm -hmm. um happiness but the long-term benefits on your well the long-term effect on your mood is negative oh yeah yeah, yeah. always but it's really so. hard once you're in that mind space to think of your long term right so this is why you need to create a life that restricts your ability to give in to these impulses yeah don't want to watch tv go to your tv quite simple really yeah if if the opportunity is there if the option is there if your phone is on you all the time you're going to always be checking twitter and instagram but things like tv mm -hmm. tv is great maybe an hour a week exactly off. like right? that's the hard Some people want to compromise but I love watching a documentary or a film or something with Chloe. Mm -hmm. Like, that in time is really enjoyable. But I don't want to get rid of my TV because I don't want to watch... I don't want to... Friends like, all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> restrict my watching a Big Bang for 45 minutes when I'm randomly <laughs> doing something. Then it, it comes to you, you need to be like, well, this cost-benefit analysis, right? Is one hour of enjoyable TV worth 10 hours of time wasted? Yeah, yeah. Maybe Or maybe am I not. enough... Do I have enough willpower? Or can I... Everyone, when they do, when they get rid of something that's got a hold on them, say mm -hmm. social media's got a hold on them, they get rid of it. Mm -hmm. What they need to do is they get rid of it and fill it with something else. Well, not necessarily true. I think that just the thing is right is by also removing the opportunity to watch TV, is it reduces your mental load. Like because whilst you're sat there and your phone's always on you your phone is there buzzing in your pocket and it's trying to grab your attention. It's pulling your brain's attention away from whatever your task at hand is and it's constantly trying to distract you. So getting rid of it is also going, not, it's not just removing your opportunity to actually use it and waste your time on your phone. It's also going to reduce the mental load and it's going to enable, enable you to focus more on 
the tasks at hand in your life. So it's like there's two benefits, though. As long as you have a task at hand. Some people don't. Well, right, but... Yeah, I don't know. I never understand people that say they're bored. I can't remember the last time I was bored. I've always got something to do. Yeah. We have one friend who always says, oh, I'm bored. Yeah, right? And it's weird. It, it is weird. Like, there's so much to do. There's so many things that I want to do in my life that I don't do. Like, yeah. I want to read more. I want to do all sorts of stuff. Ted wants to learn I guitar. <laughs> I, I'm, I do, do this podcast, right? This is stuff that I like. Yeah. 